Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Oh, let me guess. Really big show today. Going to be a good one. Lots of videos. Lots of phone calls. Yeah, duh. Every day. Every day. It's an amazing show, and it's going to be another one today. We've got James O'Keefe being ousted from Project Veritas. We'll tell you all the nitty-gritty details about that. Putin delivering a speech. Really, it's a diplomatic shot across the bow, a nuclear one, and uh, we'll get into that as well. Lots of stuff to get into. We'll also be talking quite a bit about January 6th and the new footage that's been released and some that is yet to come, all of that and more, as well as Matt Baker talk about his Uh, protest that will be going on tomorrow and some more great guests just a ton of stuff ahead so stay tuned but first let's go to the latest reese report this one's called predictive programming and the ohio train wreck let's watch in the movie knowing the news reported a major oil spill in the gulf of mexico Officials don't yet know the exact cause of the explosion, but believe a malfunction in the cooling system may have been at fault. Due to the prompt response of the rescue unit, the structure was evacuated with no loss of life. A year later, the Deepwater Horizon exploded. Six months before 9-11, a lone gunman episode showed us the World Trade Center being targeted by a hijacked passenger plane. Corner of Liberty in Washington. More on that happened. World Trade Center. Going to crash the plane into the World Trade Center. And last year's film, White Noise, was about a train wreck that poisons a small town in Ohio. This is the very same story now playing out in real life. Within a year of White Noise's release, the actual event occurs in real life, in Ohio, in Texas, and in Michigan. This is known as predictive programming, and its purpose is to psychologically trick the minds of the masses into accepting major traumatic events that would otherwise be resisted. In the book Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Michael Hoffman describes a mind control technique known as the revelation of the method. And he writes that when the revelation of the method is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words, and elicits no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the target, It is one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. Sarah Elkhaldi of the Alchemist YouTube channel does an excellent job of explaining all this. According to Elkhaldi, there is a law of nature in this universe that compels the dark occult to first gain our consent before trespassing against us. Because they believe this protects them from the natural laws of cause and effect. They offered, and we accepted, so it's all fair. 
A lack of response to an action is often taken as an approval of that action. And there is an old Latin proverb that says, He who is silent when he ought to have spoken and was able to is taken to agree. Silence is considered by many to be a form of consent. And so it is through a veiled performance of the revelation of the method technique that these dark occultists believe they are gaining our consent, what we know as predictive programming. With predictive programming, the minds of the masses are impregnated with visuals of a major event before it happens. This is done through all forms of media and can be very subtle so that nobody right, notices. Folks, that is just the beginning the of that fantastic mind. report by Greg Reese. Predictive programming in the Ohio train wreck. Go find and share it on band.video. Stay with us. We'll be back on the other side with your daily dispatch. It's a doozy, I'll tell you. It's Tuesday, February 21st, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We have a lot to talk about today. We'll, of course, be... I don't want to do a spoiler alert. All these stories are in the Daily Dispatch. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of videos uh, to go to as well. I almost feel bad for my crew. I'm, I'm too ambitious every morning as I'm compiling videos, sitting there going, there's no way. There's no way I can play all these. There's no way I'm going to be able to get to all these. So we'll have to be judicious in our picking and choosing of videos, but we will certainly be showing a lot of videos that have recently been uncovered uh, from January 6th. And that, of course, will be a, a major topic of today's discussion. Also, the increasing likelihood of nuclear conflict with Russia, and we'll get into Project Veritas as well. We'll try our hardest to go to your go to your phone call today, but we also have a couple great guests, including Matt Baker, who is uh, protesting Pfizer tomorrow, and it'll be a, uh, a call to arms in an b- entirely peaceful sense. <laughs> a call to voices, I mean, uh, to get people out there in, I believe, San Diego. We'll talk to him at the 930 uh, time slot. So we'll try to take as many of your calls as possible. But first, let's begin, as we always do, with our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Tuesday, the 21st of February, 2023. Putin delivers nuclear warning to the West over Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday delivered a nuclear warning to the West over Ukraine, suspending a landmark nuclear arms control treaty announcing new strategic systems that have been put on duty and warning that Moscow could resume nuclear test. Uh, This is the START treaty that they're uh, no longer participating in. It was signed by then-U.S. President Barack Obama and his Russian counterpart Dmitry Medvedev. In 2010, the treaty caps the number of deployed strategic nuclear warheads that the United States and Russia can deploy. It was due to expire in 2026. Seems like Russia accelerated that timeline. We'll show you some clips uh, from that speech, and we'll talk more about it. It was a uh, almost the, the equivalent to the State of the Union. It was a yearly address that uh, Putin gives on the state of his nation, and of course the war in Ukraine. Uh, but it's beyond that. He goes into the ideological reasons why this war is being fought, and we'll show you that video in just a little bit. 
Meanwhile, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has handed over 41,000 hours of January 6th video to Tucker Carlson. And we'll talk about this as well. There's already been some new videos uh, from some recent trials that we're going to show you today that show beyond any semblance of doubt that January 6th was an inside job. There were undercover police absolutely everywhere as the primary instigators of the riot that occurred, and we'll show you that. Some people are mad about this, him handing it over to Tucker Carlson. I was thinking about it. I don't think it's the worst idea. I think eventually, yes, all of the footage should be available publicly, just on Rumble or something. Like, just go up somewhere for people to go through it. But as I understand it, Tucker Carlson and his producers have been going over this footage for the last week, and through the next week, they'll be dedicating their show to showing this footage and putting it in its right context. And I honestly think that's a very good way to do it. I think a lot of times, like too much information, too fast, if you just dump all this information and you just go on Twitter and you just see like a million clips, the, the narrative can get lost. I actually think that what Tucker Carlson could do with this would be like what the January 6th commission tried to do with their primetime show trial. Like have something where everybody can watch at the same time and get this information laid out in context with the narrative behind it, really making a case using this footage as evidence. I think that's a great way to start the release. I think eventually all of it should be released, but I don't think this is some sort of trick from Kevin McCarthy. People are just like, this is not releasing the footage. I don't know. I think eventually it should be released, and if it's not, then I'll be mad. But for now, I think this is a good way to roll it out, to, to maximize the impact and the focus and the eyes on this uh, stuff. So, And I generally trust Tucker Carlson to a point, uh, but I generally trust Tucker Carlson and his team to be able to present this in an effective way, more effective than the Democrat attempt to uh, do an entire show trial about this. I think this will actually be the – the primetime viewing event that they wanted that to be. Meanwhile, of course, one of the biggest stories in a very long time, Project O'Keefe, uh, <laughs> Project O'Keefe, James O'Keefe out at Project Veritas. James O'Keefe has been pushed out of Project Veritas. The executive director, Daniel Strack, last Wednesday released a statement on James O'Keefe's status with the organization that turned out to be a total lie. And James O'Keefe released a 45-minute video speech, an emotional one where he, he broke down several times. He lays out the entire timeline of events, how this occurred. Uh, even so far as to tell the whole story of his 13 years building and creating Project Veritas before the rapid expulsion that came about in some very dubious circumstances. And we'll show you some choice clips uh, from that 45-minute speech. The whole thing really is worth watching. If you have time, I encourage you to go to James O'Keefe's Twitter and just watch the 45-minute speech. And I said on Twitter, I know it's cheesy. I know it's like the nerdiest thing to say, but it really is like watching – like. We live in a time where you can watch the the general the, – it's like watching a Roman general give a speech to his legions. Like we are in an information war, and while InfoWars maybe is like the primary legion that forms the body of, of this army and we're fighting in this cyberspace arena, James O'Keefe is like the special ops, special forces, behind enemy lines, undercover operation. Uh, and he gave this speech, and uh, again, you know – we war has changed and it's not legions storming germania anymore it's uh, americans you know w working to expose the wrongdoings in an attempt to wage battle in the uh, battlefield of the mind and it uh, really is 
fascinating and interesting, and, and he is uh, really an amazing dude, and I think – I don't think there's much nuance here. I think he was ousted by a corrupt board. I think Project Veritas is done for. They've already lost something like 100,000 Twitter followers. He now has more Twitter followers than Project Veritas, the, the organization, does. So you know, Project Veritas – is James O'Keefe wherever he goes, the audience will go, the donors will go, and I expect and suspect a lot of the Project Veritas employees will go. So we'll talk about that. We'll show you those clips a little bit later. Uh, meanwhile, the Ohio train derailment story is not over, not by a long shot. Toxic clouds spew down acid rain following Ohio train derailments, reports claim. Residents hundreds of miles from the toxic Ohio event report acid rain falling from the sky after numerous industrial chemicals permeated into the atmosphere. And this includes uh, people seeing the discoloration of uh, water on the ground in puddles after rain falls, as well as people in places like New York saying it started raining and everywhere smells like chlorine now. What is going on? Well, what's going on is that our entire country is under a reign of terror and The destruction is on purpose, organized, coordinated, and designed to bring about the inevitable climate lockdowns. Speaking of, these last two stories fall directly in line with these. At least 13 injured in an explosion at a metal alloy factory in Bedford, Ohio. At least 13 people are injured after an explosion at a metal alloy factory in Bedford, Ohio. The explosion occurred at the I. Schumann & Co. metal alloy plant Monday afternoon. And, of course, this comes after the explosion of a food factory in uh, Verona, Italy, and the explosion of a uh, manufacturing plant in Chicago. And, of course, just every day it seems like some new major manufacturing plant just goes up in flames or explodes randomly. But usually it has to do with food or basic necessities and making it ever more expensive and difficult to simply survive. In this case, it was a metal manufacturing plant. What a lot of these stories don't tell you is that they manufacture uh, bullets. So this is a bullet manufacturing plant, amongst other things, but they do uh, supply a huge number of uh, bullets to places like the Defense Department. So, gee, isn't that a shame? It is, actually. It, it actually is a shame because we need the bullets, and we're going to need more of them soon. Finally, we have this story. really took me a second to... To double-check this next story and, and make sure that it's real, but it is how to fix global warming, bring back rationing. This was posted yesterday to The Times, yes, the oldest and most respected newspaper in uh, England, in Britain, in the UK, is now advocating rationing to stop global warming. Just, when, uh, you know, when you're put in a camp and... Uh, your food is rationed and your energy is rationed. Just just remember we, we told you so. Okay, will you do that for us? Thanks. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener. We're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar forms 
formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true. Today, we see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. That's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band up video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Gentlemen, this is the American Journal, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support us as we continue to document and rail against the Great Reset New World Order scam that is quite legitimately, like quite literally, building a prison planet. Do you know Boston in the United States is also uh, discussing a 15-minute zone type uh, situation again regardless of how the people who live there feel so folks i really do hope you can uh support us and uh obviously not just me but the entire crew here uh works so hard day and night to make this the finest possible program we can and of course it's entirely brought to you by you the american people when you go to infowarsstore.com go try some of the prebiotic fiber it's back in stock you can amp up your body's probiotic potential with this prebiotic fiber it's 40 percent off right now really does wonders for your digestive system and really your uh, entire body will benefit from this as it will from many of our incredible supplements but of course what you do in the process of buying these supplements is support this singular outfit of freedom and uh, and a place that you can be proud to support. Like I am proud to work here. I was just looking at some of the other alternative uh, media sites and just thinking I could, ne- I could never work for these people. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. And uh, you know, they're, e- they're either controlled or they're like mean <laughs> you know they're either like totally controlled and you could never work there because people would tell you not to cover things and you'd have to do it or you'd be fired not really the case here at Infowars. nobody ever tells me what to say i just go off the cuff and you know we let anybody call in say whatever they want like we're totally uncontrolled but we're also not like a website that you'd be embarrassed to send to your friends people ask where do you work i'm not like uh it's, it's just this little alternative so i'm just like it's called infowars.com go there now go there today we love everyone we hate the globalist it's pretty simple that's a beautiful thing because uh, well, there's a lot of alternative sites out there that you, you wouldn't want to tell your friends and family that you work at. InfoWars is uh, not one of those. So I just uh, feel so blessed to have found InfoWars and be welcomed here. It really is amazing, and I really hope that you can support the great work that uh, so many people here at InfoWars do. 
including trying desperately, futile though it may seem, to stop the oncoming nuclear holocaust. Yeah, it's getting closer and closer every single day because it is apparently exactly what our leadership wants. Now, Putin has delivered a nuclear warning to the West over Ukraine, the latest in a long line of warnings that has gone totally unheeded by our leadership. Uh, but I actually want to start before – because I'm going to show you a clip from Putin's speech. Before we do that, I'm going to start with clip number four. Before I go to that, I want to tell you a little bit – little story about my favorite topic, uh, ancient Rome. You know, <laughs> I talked yesterday about like the power of uh, oracles or uh, prophets, that sort of thing. And, and you know, the one thing you need to realize about prophets and, and oracles, even in ancient times, they understood their power was related to the number of people that believed in them essentially right more people believed in them the more powerful they were the more accurate their prophecies as people turned christian and people stopped paying attention to the old gods their power waned to where actually the most prominent oracle the oracle at delphi their last statement in all of history was basically like the christians have won our power is waning the god of of you know jesus christ has defeated us and will not give any more prophecies and they didn't no more prophecies after that so that's that's really how it works so I think it was particularly symbolic, perhaps something that metaphysically should be paid attention to. The fact that you got to take the uh, – like we still have these types of ceremonies. We sort of treat them as jokes, but still every, every year people pull a groundhog out of the ground and see if it casts a shadow. It's like kind of a weird occult pagan kind of ritual. People still pay attention to it, and that gives it some form of metaphysical legitimacy in my opinion. Uh, this year the groundhog was dead. And maybe we should pay attention to that. Similarly, in ancient Rome, if you were embarking on some sort of military expedition, if something didn't go right, you would actually call off the whole military expedition. Or like there's this one account of a general uh, as he's doing the ceremony, getting on the boat ready to go uh, you know, attack somebody overseas. He trips and he sort of stumbles a little bit and the whole army like gasps. It was like this terrible – basically – they're like, oh my god, we're all going to die. And so to appease the gods, he throws like some super valuable thing into the sea. And everybody's like, okay, all right, we're, we're going to be good. So you know, there's like, there's like these symbols. That like if you start off a journey and your first step is a trip, that's why people carry brides across the threshold of a, of a door because it was thought that if a bride is walking across the door and trips, the marriage was doomed. She'd be barren or something. You know, it was like – so you pick up the bride just to make sure there's nothing goes wrong the first time you enter that house as a married couple. Uh, so we still carry on some of these traditions. All, all this is to say that uh, this video is of the uh, delegation of the president trying to disembark from uh, Air Force One. Uh, let's see if we can uh, glean any sort of prophetic uh, reading out of uh, how smoothly this went. Let's go to clip number four. Mm-hmm, there they are going down the uh, stairs to the tarmac and – they all just roll down the stairs. Well, this is what happens when, um, you know, your, your admirals are wearing high heels, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's the issue here. Maybe it's a sign of things to come. Maybe it's just yet another predictable embarrassment from the Biden administration. I swear the Biden administration is averaging like two or three gaffes a day over the entire presidency. It's, it's too much. It's too much, and it's indicative of their uh, the overall embarrassment they caused with their existence and their failure to do anything right ever. But that's all beside the point. Obviously, uh, Biden is there in Ukraine 
essentially doing all but declaring war on Russia itself. At least that's the way the Russian media is presenting it, saying, yeah, when, when you've got the president of the United States going to an active war zone and promising long-range weapons that can hit targets inside Russia to Ukraine, the mask is off. We are at war with Russia now. Russia is not at war with us. They're at war with globalism. Let's go now to clip number five. Here's Putin's speech yesterday. They cannot ignore the fact that Russia cannot be defeated on the battlefield. So they're waging increasingly aggressive information attacks, first of all targeting the young generations, lying on every step, distorting historical truth, attacking our culture, the Russian Orthodox Church, and uh, other traditional religious institutions in our country. Now look at what they're doing with their own peoples. They're destroying the institution of family, their cultural and historical identity, and uh, various perversions with regard to children up to pedophilia are accepted as uh, the new norm and priests are forced to recognize and officiate same-sex weddings. People can live however they want and uh, we in Russia have uh, never intruded into people's private life and we're not going to do that. But what we want to say is maybe they should take a look in the scripture, into the holy book of any great religion. So that's Putin uh, that in giving his, his yearly speech. That's what they're fighting for. What are we fighting for? We're fighting for a democracy that completely ignores the will of the people when it goes against them. We're fighting for a rules-based order when we completely ignore the rules if they go against us. We're fighting for nothing. We're fighting for an illusion, a scam, a sham, a lie. What they're fighting for resonates. It's real. And take that for what it's worth. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. January 6th, the the most terrible day in our republic. You remember, where were you? Where were you on January 6th? I was sitting behind Alex Jones' desk covering it all live. I 
not encouraging it necessarily, certainly reveling in it, certainly enjoying it. But of course, uh, very shortly after the January 6th, the, the, the unauthorized stroll through the Capitol, never forget, where were you? Uh, people started asking questions as to who were the people that incited this? Were there Antifa members dressed up as Trump supporters? The answer to that was, of course, yes, as we actually have video footage of Antifa members hiding in the bushes, changing into Trump garb. And getting caught on video doing it. So that's the answer to that. But also was the – yeah, there that is. Now the crew is uh, quick on the draw here. Of course, you had Ray Epps, a classic uh, talking point for good reason for us on the, on the right. One of the only people to not get some outrageous uh, you know, prison sentence despite being in the center of all of it, encouraging all of it, talking about how he was going to encourage all of it before it ever happened in text messages. That's beside the point. Everybody knows that. But new footage has been released. And no, I'm not talking about the 40-plus thousand hours of footage that's been handed over to Tucker Carlson that will be released in stages uh, throughout this week. And again, like I said in the Daily Dispatch, I, I think this is not the worst way to release this. I think this may be a very effective way to paint the picture of what happened on January 6th, to have a primetime viewing of this on a national cable news show where we can all tune in, we can all get on the same page here. It's what the left tried to do with the January 6th commission and failed because nobody cared and everything they said was lies. And the only thing I remember from it is the hilarious accounts of things like Donald Trump trying to wrest the steering wheel away from the uh, Secret Service officer, just absurd fantasies that they were painting that nobody bought. Uh, so this will be what they were trying to do, but it'll have the facts and footage and reality to back it up. But other footage has been released. And again, it's like you've got, you've got three sets. First, you've got the Footage that has been out since day one that shows, again, unequivocally very suspicious things going on, such as uh, peaceful crowds having grenades thrown into the midst of people not even yelling particularly loudly and uh, people actually literally being killed by those incendiary devices thrown into the crowd. Then there was the footage of things like uh, black-clad special forces agents with earpieces breaking windows open, and when other protesters go up and say, hey, hey, this is not what we're about. You shouldn't do this. Police come up and arrest those people and allow the person breaking the window to continue their business. Very suspicious, but that's been out for a while. So I'm not going to retread any ground here we've already seen a lot of this footage also the doors with magnetic uh, locks being opened from somewhere within the building to allow people in obviously there's footage of police officers guiding people in holding the door for people as they welcome them in i mean you've seen all of that but there's also new footage that's out that shows beyond any reasonable doubt just how many undercover police were there and just how this was a setup to set up the Trump supporters and to set up the Capitol Police themselves. And there's actually footage of the Capitol Police saying we've been set up, and we'll show you that in just a second. Uh, Kyle Becker has this story on his Substack. Newly released J6 footage shows non-uniformed officers, police, urging pro-Trump protesters to go to the Capitol. The newly released video, plainclothes officers reveal their identification and confirmed they're all armed. So we actually have that video. We can go to it now. Clip number 25. This is a uh, chest-mounted camera on an officer named Officer Brown. He is a uh, Metropolitan Police Department poli uh, bicycle cop, 
and they got – they caught sight of a group of armed individuals heading towards the Capitol and approached them. Here's what happened next. Here you see the, the uh, bike cop riding up. Other bike cops come from the other direction. They surround this small group of about five people. Not a single one of these people is in uniform, no badge, no nothing. Just doing a little investigation. Asking this respectfully, is anyone armed? Anyone yes, armed? Well, oh, police. Police? Yeah, <laughs> law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. Show me your credentials. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's all I need. You, you got to do a little bit better at hiding that. You got to do a little bit better at hiding that. So there you have no less than four undercover officers, heavily armed, dressed like typical Trump supporters, American flag, uh, you know, bandanas, that sort of thing. All undercover, all armed, all heading towards the Capitol to participate in this riot. That in and of itself shatters the idea that there were no undercover officers, but that's really just the beginning. Clip 21 is censored, right? Because, boy, do these people have dirty mouths. Let's uh, go to that now. This is uh, January 6th, Metropolitan Police Department, just sort of behind the front lines where the original conflict began on the Capitol. And listen to the way they talk about what was going on at the time. They set us up. They set us up. They set up 64. Oh, absolutely. And then they asked you to come two hours later. They set us up. They needed everybody right away. No, right away. They set us the up. So now we ain't got. We ain't got a motherfucker. actually see how the Metropolitan Police Department is furious, feeling like they got set up. Here, you need water? Nah, here. And again, this is just one of the, the many videos, but yeah, you were set up. The Trump people were set up. And I mean, there's just tons of videos. We just don't have time to, to get to all of them. But again, more will come out uh, as the uh, as this information gets um Spread. Let's go down to clip number 18. This is an FBI informant in the Capitol actually telling the, an officer that the Proud Boys were inside the Capitol helping the police. Let's watch that. They got him to stand down. Uh, basically, a cop was like about to fire on the crowd, and the Proud Boys de-escalated the situation and caused there to be less violence, uh, less chaos than there would otherwise. The people who probably did that uh, were thanked by spending God knows how long in prison. All of this was entrapment. It was organized. It was designed to be this way. Again, the evidence is overwhelming. It's not being paid attention to. It's not being – discussed as nearly as much as it should but this isn't speculation this isn't oh gee things went wrong let's find it somebody to blame it on this is footage from the police body cams themselves showing the undercover officers showing them actually inciting the crowd in many cases uh let's go ahead and go to uh clip number 22 here this is a january 6th metropolitan police department uh talking about more armed uh unidentified ununiformed, non-uniformed 
agitators in the crowd that are causing trouble, and these guys are mad. Let's watch. say again that there were not undercover officers from outside the Capitol to inside the Capitol, the Capitol Police themselves discussing, you know, what identified them because they weren't wearing uniforms. They were undercover disguised as Trump supporters. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars for decades has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Supermill Vitality, they're all available and in stock ready to ship to you right down at InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. There's just there's never enough time to cover all of the insanity going on on a daily basis. We're gonna do our best. We're gonna talk about what's happening with James O'Keefe right now. Um, so this is a major story. I don't think it – I mean we're, we're going to play some videos from his uh, farewell speech to his staff, which it's so funny. He, he's so – he's like, 
I'm not going to release this video. I'm filming it for internal release. And he's talking to like a room full of people whose entire career is taking footage that's supposed to be private and making it public. It's like, you know, he knows it's going to be released, obviously, but it's good that it was. And it really gives you the full story. And he provides receipts. Uh, I don't see any reason to doubt James O'Keefe, especially when he lays out the whole timeline of how he started 13 years ago, dead broke, struggling to get off the ground, being raided by the feds. I mean, this guy's a real uh, info warrior, honestly, in the, in the truest sense, a powerful general in this world war that we're waging of information. And yet he was ousted mere days after the biggest story that they've ever had. And he tells this narrative in his video. The video is 45 minutes long. I think it's worth a watch. Honestly, it's really fascinating and a a really historical event that occurred. I mean, there's nothing – you know, this isn't just like – some little mix-up thing. It's like this is an information war and you're, you're watching the tactics get played out. You're watching uh, subversion being employed, bribery, blackmail. Like th- these things are happening behind the scenes. This is modern warfare. It just happens behind the scenes. It's a warfare of the mind, a warfare of lies versus the truth. It, it really is something fascinating to behold. And I feel sorry for, for James O'Keefe. Uh, with this having been done to him and we'll see where he goes next project veritas is of course hemorrhaging followers as we speak as of this morning they were down something like a hundred thousand followers i unfollowed them myself i suggest you do so as well send a message that project veritas is not the thing we support uh james o'keefe is he created project i mean it's like and i was just kept trying to imagine like what if what if Infowars had a board of directors who tried to oust alex jones like what a ridiculous joke that would be what an absurd proposition that that would be what are you talking about there would be no reason to stay at Infowars if alex jones wasn't the head of it like what it makes no sense it's just it's baffling it's utterly totally baffling so we're going to show you some videos or some clips from this longer video again we don't have time to go into the whole thing but also you can read between the lines and if you watch the whole thing you should come away with a very clear image of what went on behind the scenes he gave little hints he gave little asides that said more than the words themselves so we'll start i have some uh, time stamps here we'll start at about uh, three minutes and 30 seconds a little, a little sly, little uh, offhanded remark during the beginning of his speech that I think that I think says a lot about the situation. Let's start at three thirty. One of you just told me the other day that you'd go work at Walmart at the night shift so that you could do this during the day. That's what one of you said to me. I, I believe you. Rather than sell out. In fact, I know this is true for. Many of you, and many more out there who wish to be part of this. It's true. I remember back in the beginning, 13 years ago. Yeah, I think that was uh, we we could could pull it out. I think I think that was telling. I think that was telling. You'd rather go work some dead end job than sell out. None of you would sell. Well, many of you would never sell out. Hmm. Interesting. And he goes on to make a very explicit note as to what brought about this change we're gonna skip now to uh 15 minutes and 25 seconds into the 45 minute speech really where he really gets into the meat of the matter and 
the meat and potatoes of the of the meal here and talks about the the actual outing of himself from the company immediately following the biggest story they've ever had by a factor he says of five or ten something like 50 million views on their visor on their pfizer video followed up by that insane conflict video where he confronts the person that they'd caught and the guy freaks out and you know breaks stuff and starts yelling i'm just a liar like just total bombshell just the you know a yet another peak that project veritas reaches Incredible stuff. Why would it be that mere days after this triumph would the man who leads the company and founded the company and whose vision guides the company be ousted? Maybe it has something to do with that offhanded remark he just made about many of you not being able to be paid off combined with the target of that particular video. So let's go now to uh, 15 minutes and 25 seconds and – See what's changed in the court in the uh, Project Veritas world. That is the only thing that's changed in 13 years of me being who I am. And then suddenly. An unusual emergency happened just a few days after that. I think we have one more person here. If we could let him in. So suddenly an unusual. And I'm going to take you through this. I'm going to take you through what happened. Some of you don't know these things. Hello. We're talking about the story we broke. An unusual emergency happened. On Thursday, February 2nd, that's a few days after the Pfizer story, I was informed by an officer of Project Veritas on the phone while en route to the airport that he would resign unless I stepped down as CEO. We've been having a conflict of visions, him and I, over fundraising. Do we have any fundraising here? I guess no one from fundraising is here. I don't know. Mm, another little offhand. Let's pause it right there. Another little the- offhanded remark, isn't it? Like these, this, is, this is why it's good to watch the, the full 45-minute clip because for a while I'd only seen little clips people had posted on Twitter. Uh, it was actually my dad sent me the, the full thing, and I thought, oh, I'll just watch the full thing. And you, you get these little offhanded remarks. He knows nobody from fundraising is there. He's, he's signaling to the rest of us, right? He's signaling to the rest of us. If you want to know who undermined me, if you want to know who betrayed me, it's the people not in this room, right? Uh, anybody from fundraising? Oh, no, it doesn't look like anybody from fundraising is here. Now, very subtle. Very subtle. It's great. It's nice. I, I, hope, I hope, you know, James Keefe appreciates, you know, digging into this and, and you know, figuring this stuff out. I, I, I kind of want to do for Project Veritas what I would like some people – to do for InfoWars sometimes, right? Because we there are certain things that legal matters that, you know, we really can't get into the nitty-gritty of who's doing what. It's, you know, because we're involved in it. And it would really be nice if other investigators out there would, like, pick up the torch and go, hey, I looked into who's doing what in this situation. Here's what I found out. So we're going to continue through the week of looking into who these people are and, you know, who might have inspired this and what changes in their lives may have come about recently and maybe do the work that James O'Keefe and Project Veritas can't themselves do. I, I hope this is, a, you know, I hope this is effective as what I intended to be, which is supportive of James O'Keefe in particular and under, uncovering the subversive elements within his organization because, as you can see, he's not coming out there and saying, I was ousted because Pfizer bribed my board, but he's saying some people can't be paid off. And uh, is anybody, no, nobody from fundraising here, huh? That's interesting. Like he's, he's giving these little hints that you should dig into and, and think about and 
you know, take his little hint. I, I think that's what he's doing. That's how I'm reading it. And so, you know, I hope what I'm doing now is sort of in line with, um, with what he's saying. So again, the, the whole minute, the whole, uh, video's 45 minutes. That's just a little, a very little taste. And, uh, we, we could keep it, uh, keep it running there. But again, it's, it's these little offhanded remarks that he says that I think tell the much bigger story. And what I gleaned from it, my interpretation of what happened is Pfizer or other big organizations like Pfizer thought, uh, this is too much, right? Project Veritas was fine when nobody would share their information and they were busting CNN for being dishonest and the news just wouldn't cover it. And, you know, I talked about going to the Project Veritas party at TPUSA and on, on the Uber ride home, I was like, have you ever heard of Project Veritas? They do this awesome thing. And the guy was like, oh, you mean like how Borat does? And it was like, eh, yeah, kind of, I guess. kind of like that, right? Like, you know, if, if there was media attention on this, if Project Veritas was celebrated like it should be, it would be a pop culture phenomenon. It would be amazing. It's such a cool thing. People going undercover and busting like corporations and news outlets and politicians, being criminals, talking about it behind the scenes. I mean – it's, it's awesome. It's something that everybody should be entertained by and watching, but it never really broke through to the mainstream until the Pfizer story. And when the Pfizer story broke, especially the uh, insane freakout, regular YouTubers I watch that are totally apolitical, that don't talk about any conspiracy stuff at all, they were covering the Project Veritas story. So that's when they finally broke through the mainstream, and I think when the powers that be realized, okay, they're getting too powerful, time to shut this down. I think they used bribery. I think it was, if not Pfizer themselves, other corporations like that, giving the board an offer they couldn't refuse. That was the message I got from it. By the way, the parties that Project Veritas threw that were part of the complaint, why they kicked out James O'Keefe, were in incredibly powerful uh, events for organizing the dissident sphere. They're like, they were the best and now they're over because of this. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week. It's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. Alright, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun. Again, I feel like I'm only being able to scratch the surface on a lot of these things because there's just so much to talk about. And I really I really don't feel like I can spend too much time on one thing without doing a disservice to the others. So I'm just trying to give you the, the juicy bits that you need. And so we're going to continue uh, on that path, talking about the Great Reset. And one of the things that 
I've been following for the last couple of weeks and we've been talking about a little bit, showing you a few videos, but really haven't done the, the full deep dive is the migrant conflict in Europe that is reaching a boiling point in both Ireland and the UK as the sheer scale of the migrant crisis uh, becomes untenable. And so I have a lot of videos from that, but I think I'll save it for later this week. So I, w- I want to bring somebody on who's involved in the protest to talk about it since, again, I can see the videos, but I'm not there and I don't have a, f- a full grasp of the totality of the situation. Uh, but essentially there are uh, – I mean it's the same thing that's been going on for the last five years, same thing that's going on here. Migrants of uh, legal fighting age are fleeing countries that are not in war and these people are not being – persecuted for their beliefs or anything of the sort they do not legitimately apply for asylum they do not deserve asylum they are not fleeing from something that would give them claims to asylum so they are illegal immigrants and they're crossing and and then not just being allowed in but actually given five-star hotel rooms entire apartment buildings there are people going hungry and homeless in the uk but the people from tanzania are being given five-star hotels and accommodations and cash every week it's completely insane and people are pushing back against this and of course the establishment is calling them racist and calling them nazis and claiming that you know it's hate that fuels them not the desire to live in a safe country that their parents grew up in totally absurd so i've tons of videos to show you but i want to show you one in particular this is a young man speaking up against the migrants at a town hall meeting in a church, let's go to clip number 27. Uh, here is that brave young man in the UK speaking up against migrants and being shouted down by the people running the discussion. It's very telling that a lot of the conversation tonight seems to be around the hotel. Um, but if let's not beat around the bush, okay? Everybody, I think, can agree with me that the biggest concern is uh, everybody's welfare and safety. Now, don't take us for fools when you say that these people are refugees. We know they are illegal migrants. If these people were refugees, what are they fleeing from? It's very telling that we're never told what they are fleeing from. What wars are they fleeing from? What countries are they coming from? What are they fleeing? What persecution? We don't know. So we know that they're, by definition, illegal immigrants, which technically makes them criminals, and they should be treated as such. They shouldn't be put up in five-star hotels they should be in cells and they should be told they are not leaving until they pay for their ticket back so my question to you is not where are you going to shift them to in a year's time how are you going to remove them from the country and don't give me an excuse that oh there's the un uh, refugee document that we signed or it's the european court of human rights we voted for brexit this is supposed to be a sovereign country you could easily withdraw from any of those agreements but you don't your party has failed time and time again in 2010 david cameron said he was going to get immigration down how did that work out we've got higher levels than tony blair and it was his intention to flood this country with migrants on purpose these people not all of them but some of them are going to go on to commit egregious crimes rape theft murder and there was a reason why the other day there was that ruckus in kirksby and we all know why it was because a migrant was harassing a young girl that is going to happen in dunstable it's going to happen in every single part of the country you need to stop this now or you're going to have a serious problem on your hands. Sir, Thank you. Ask your question. Okay. 
said nothing but the truth, said nothing but reality. Obviously, his main concern was the safety of the people in the neighborhoods where these migrants are coming. He's cheered by the people, shouted down by those in charge. Is anything more typical? Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have about 25 minutes before we welcome Matt Baker onto the program, Slave to Liberty. This is band.video channel. Uh, to talk about the protest that he'll be holding if he wakes up. I know it's very early for him. I asked him to come on at 9.30. He's like, you know that's 7.30 a.m. for me, right? I'm like, e-, and he's like, it's fine. I got a lot of stuff to do. I'll wake up. I'll do it. So uh, if, if he wants to wake up and uh, come on and talk about it, then we'll be welcoming him on in uh, 25 minutes. So uh, I hate to give out the phone number and then not be able to go to calls. I will give out the phone number. We may be able to go to calls uh, in this segment and the next, uh, but I still have so much to talk about and a lot of videos to get to. So calls will be uh, limited today as we also will be welcoming uh, Stella Morabito. She's the author of The Weaponization of Loneliness, and that will be a, a topic of discussion uh, right now as well. But the number to dial if you want to call in, uh, really taking your comments about like what do you think about the James O'Keefe situation is really what I want to ask. The James O'Keefe situation and the Tucker Carlson releasing January 6th because I feel like I have maybe a little bit of a view of both of those that I'm pretty unequivocal Maybe this is popular. James O'Keefe is the dude, but Project Veritas made the biggest mistake. I mean, they committed suicide by ousting him. I think that's pretty evident. But I've also heard people saying, ah, the whole thing was a, the whole thing was a grift that went too far, and so they had to shut it down. I, other people saying that you know the board has good points about. It. I, I don't buy that. I think the I think it was I think it's pretty obvious that he's the dude. He's the one that was responsible for Project Veritas being a thing at all, let alone their immediate success in the immediate past but i don't know maybe you have a different reading of it so give us a call and and let us know Uh, or if you think that it's outrageous that tucker carlson will be the one um, curating the release of the january 6th uh information give me a call about that as well Uh, 1-877-789-2539 1-877-789-2539 now i'm going to talk about just the the real scale of the great reset that we're entering into in the next segment. But in this one, I want to go to a video that uh, Donald Trump released. And I don't, you know, the, the Trump really needs to be on Twitter. I really wish Trump would get back on Twitter. And I also wish, I guess there's a Twitter account called Trump war room, but it's hard to find these concise videos where he lays out his new platforms but they need to all be cataloged somewhere because every time he comes out with one, it's like a breath of fresh air. Whether it's the you know, wanting to go to war with the cartels, treating them like a terrorist group, and using the U.S. military to secure our border, going farther than he ever has before, and it's extremely appropriate and extremely good. His discussion of a digital bill of rights, pretty unprecedented, pretty much the thing that we should all be in favor of. And Again, I- I'm not even getting into the whole DeSantis versus Trump thing. It's just a Trump thing. It's just that Trump is the dude. Trump is the man. Trump is the leader of this movement, de facto. He is the general. He gives the orders. <laughs> like, that's just how it goes. And he's proven himself time and time again. 
sometimes where he falls short, not 100% on everything he does. I am not a cult member of the cult of Trump. That being said, how can you disagree with his newest proposals? How can you think that what he's doing is anything other than exactly what he should have been doing the entire time? Uh, You'll see what I mean. Let's go to clip 26 here. Or no, I'm sorry. Well, that's another uh, clip of Trump. We'll start with clip number – let's start with clip number 26 at least. Here's a speech that uh, he gave talking about uh, what he would do with the Ukraine war. Is it send $100 billion more dollars? Is it continue to play nuclear brinksmanship with Vladimir Putin despite his organization being staffed by diversity hires who can't effectively withdraw from a third world country like Afghanistan, let alone go to war with a nuclear superpower? I mean, my God, no, of course not. His proposal is peace, and that's what we need these days. Let's go, and again, you can't, you know, Ron DeSantis, sure, he's he's got the gators un- under control in Florida or whatever, but he's not the statesman Donald Trump is, and Donald Trump proves it yet again with this statement, clip number 26. From the day I took over, but from the night I won, and I called two people. You know who the two people are? Putin, right? You know who Putin is? And Zelensky. And I'd say, we're going to meet. We're going to meet. And I would... I. I guarantee I could work that out. I guarantee. I know exactly what I'd say, by the way. I know exactly. I tell one guy this, and I tell one guy that, and I say, you better make a deal. We would have a deal made in 24 hours. President. That's all we need. That's all we need. Donald Trump can save the world, literally. And uh, we need him to do so. Skin, I even see, like we talked about it before, but. I haven't saw, and I love Mark Dice. Mark Dice is like one of the top dudes out there. Rarely does he ever say anything that I even remotely disagree with. But even he was kind of like, like, uh, he's, he literally was like Trump retweeting uh, poorly sourced memes. That's not right. That's not good. It's like, dude, do you remember 2016? This is why we love Trump. Because he retweets outrageous stuff and he says outrageous stuff. And you've got the duality of Trump. You've got what we just saw. Where he's like, we're going to meet, we're going to meet, I'm going to put him in their place, it'll be great. Like, he's just like, he's just a troll, but in the object of peace, because he's, he knows that people are scared of him, and he's like, oh, they're scared of me, I'm going to scare them into peace. I'm going to scare them into backing down from insulting America. Yeah, we're going to have peace, whether you like it or not, right? Awesome, off the cuff, off the handle, out of control, classic Trump, beautiful, love it. The flip side of that, he's also able to give very concise, very clear, very appropriate and good policy speeches like one that he recently released where he announces that he would have the DOJ investigate the radical Marxist prosecutors in Chicago, L.A., New York, San Francisco, and everywhere else that they have been embedded and now fester like an open wound. So let's go to this video where we see the flip side of Trump, the controlled statesmanlike uh, presidential presentation of a much needed and completely ignored policy that the Republicans should be campaigning on and should have been campaigning on for the last two years. Here's Donald Trump on how he would deal with the rising crime rates in America. We will go after the radical Marxist prosecutors who are abolishing cash bail, refusing to charge crimes and surrendering our cities to violent criminals. They have surrendered like never before. I will direct the DOJ to open civil rights investigations into radical left prosecutors' offices 
such as those in Chicago, L.A., and San Francisco, to determine whether they have illegally engaged in race-based enforcement of the law. I will also work with Congress to give the victims of their Marxist policies the right to sue local officials for harm and suffering, and it has been great that they have caused. If your small business is pillaged because shoplifting goes unpunished, if you're brutally attacked by a violent felon released without bail or bond, then you will be entitled to massive damages. For Fifth, in cities where there has been a complete breakdown of law and order, where the fundamental right of our citizens are being intolerably violated, I will not hesitate to send in federal assets, including the National Guard, until safety is restored. Uh, absolutely incredible. That's exactly what needs to happen, especially the part about suing people that let out criminals, even though they have a rap sheet a mile long and should be in prison for some violent crime only to be released and kill somebody. That's that prosecutor's fault for doing that. They are basically accomplices in that crime and should be treated as such. That's the plan he's laying out. It's brilliant. It's necessary. It's 100% Trump, and I love it. Now let's go out to your calls. Sean in Florida, I know you have a lot of things you want to talk about, but we only have about a minute in this segment. You have the floor. All right, I'll make it fast. As far as uh, the Tucker situation, I, I can see both sides. I think it's okay as long as, as long as, as soon as they're done putting their stuff out, the entire library is then released to the public to allow us to put our eyes on it secondarily, uh, yep, 100%. not curated. As far as Veritas, my opinion is probably the best thing that could have happened for that Pfizer, uh, that Pfizer story to get out is that then multiply like Mugwai from the Gremlin to be now uh, launching that, that uh, story viral because now you got what was started by James O'Keefe and you also have now James O'Keefe who both are going to be um, promoting that story. So you got basically a double James O'Keefe. Interesting. Uh, so so like like an amoeba, they've split, and now they're two monsters to destroy the globalists. Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists in minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same PSYOP today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts of what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and t-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why 
Today, it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen so a lot to cover we'll be welcoming uh, matt baker very shortly we'll take your phone calls on looks like a lot of people want to talk about james o'keefe so that's what uh we'll talk about momentarily again i want to remind you that uh, you know all these papers that we print out every day it's a list of links that i then publish on my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com it's totally free you can sign up or just go there and see all the links and follow along for yourself do more reading check out what I say. If I say something that sounds outrageous, go find the article and you know learn for yourself that I'm telling the truth. Uh, also posted there, if you sign up as a paying member, you get an access to my video list, which the last couple of days have had over 60 videos in it. And uh, today I actually did it to where everybody can see you don't have to be a paying member. So if you want to go to my Substack and see all the videos uh, there, uh, again, there are like over 60 of them. I've played as many as possible today, but I've probably only played about 10 to 12 uh, and there is uh, yeah, 50 of them I haven't been able to get to, and it's just because that's every day. Every day there's that much news to get to, and we do our best. Really, no, no filler on this show. No filler on any of the shows on InfoWars. No filler, no filter, just the truth in rapid-fire succession. succession. Now, uh, we are going to go out to your phone calls. Let me just cover a couple of these stories um, that are – of note that we haven't covered in the last few days. Kavanaugh rape accuser confessed she lied, was never raped, never even met the man. Because the mainstream media was not very interested in this story for obvious reasons, likely you didn't see it when it broke. For this reason, we're posting it again. I hope everybody remembers how insane the left got when Brett Kavanaugh was accused of rape and he had to be humiliated in front of the entire nation and provide evidence of where he was 50 years ago. Or something like that. These people storming the Supreme Court, trying to knock it down. Like, you idiots. You absolute morons. Does it ever get through to you that everything you believe is a lie? Is that, is that ever going to bust through the facade of controlled thought that surrounds your brain like a moat? Like, is it ever going to get through to you people that everything you believe in a lie? They have you out there screaming and hollering and trying to tear down the doors of the Supreme Court based on a lie. The Russia collusion nonsense, a total lie proven beyond a reasonable doubt. January 6th, a total and complete lie. The Brett Kavanaugh accuser, a total and complete lie. How many times does this have to happen to you absolute morons before you understand to maybe, just maybe, have a semblance of scrutiny and suspicion before you go hauling off and being a puppet for people that treat you like you are? Total uh, gullible idiots. I mean, it's, it's shameful, honestly. You all should be ashamed of yourselves for falling for this crap over and over and over again. My God. It's just, it's just insane. But uh, yesterday, this was uh, five days ago, Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Ch- uh, Charles Grassley made a third criminal referral, this one against the second Kavanaugh accuser, Judy Monroe Lighton. Uh, Grassley's letter of referral to Attorney General Jeff Sessions and FBI Christopher Wray. And again, yes, this, the people that did this, the people that tried to stop a Supreme Court 
appointee by fabricating a lie and sending the entire country into a downward spiral of conflict and hatred and just a show trial this guy had to be subjected to. Yeah, they should all be in prison for this, obviously. Just absolute idiots. It just goes on and on. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court case that we were watching on January 6th has been – is going to be reconsidered. Supreme Court reconsiders case to reinstate Trump. The U.S. Supreme Court sets consider whether or not to hear a lawsuit that seeks to remove President Joe Biden in the White House and reinstate former President Donald Trump uh, from office. This is the Brunson versus Adams case. The Supreme Court declined to consider the lawsuit on January 9th, but the plaintiff filed to filed an appeal on the 23rd of January. Now the court has to reconsider whether or not it will hear the case. According to an update on SCOTUS's website, that read that the lawsuit was distributed for conference on Friday. So the lawsuit that we thought was dead has been uh, resurrected at this point. And while my hopes are not really much higher than they were before, this is at least another chance to perhaps – have some justice for our stolen election. Really, the question is whether the Supreme Court has a full view and understanding of exactly what's happening in this country and whether they understand the important role they occupy, the important positions they occupy in the history of the planet as to whether to cast that vote to save the country or damn the country to the completely corrupt, totally controlled, unelected bureaucratic domination that we currently exist under. It's really up to the Supreme Court as to whether they feel like the situation is dire enough to justify their stepping in. Meanwhile, you've got uh, stories like this. Met Police, this is in the UK, accepting functionally illiterate applicants in a bid to meet diversity targets. They're hiring police officers who cannot read in English and cannot speak English specifically to fulfill totally arbitrary hiring quotas based on race completely insane but once again we're reminded that diversity is our strength which is why we're lowering standards across the board wait a second wait a second that doesn't make any sense new data reveals nationwide desire for lower immigration you can look at this map uh, of the uk scotland england uh, wales northern ireland uh, the parts in green if we can uh, scroll down and uh, just zoom in on this map uh, the parts in green are where the majority says immigration levels are too high. For our radio listeners, the entire map is green. There's not one part of the map that is not green. Everywhere in England, down to the the minute counties, all are against increased immigration, and yet they're doing it anyway. This is the democracy that we have to go to nuclear war to save. It's not democracy. It is the opposite of democracy. Nobody wants it. They get it anyway because the orders aren't coming from the people. It's coming from the self-appointed ignoble nobles at the World Economic Forum and elsewhere. Uh, Still a lot more to cover today, but let's go out to your phone calls. Uh, Thief in Richmond wants to talk about James O'Keefe. Thanks for calling in, Thief. Uh, What do you think is the uh, story here? Well, it occurs to me that, um, you know, Project Veritas is back on Twitter recently. And maybe that had something to do with the move because they felt like it's overwhelming, uh, you know, the information to get out when he's got that media to use, medium, I should say, of Project Veritas. So I'm thinking maybe that had something to do with the uh, reaction to oust him and stop him. Hmm. I, I don't think I understand. Who, how would them being back on Twitter um, affect the decision to remove o- O'Keefe? 
Well, so many more people use Twitter, so he's got a broader reach. Uh, you know, otherwise oh, he could be censored pretty so well. While, while, he know, he was, was, while he was censored, he was allowed to be effective, but now that he's got a wider platform, powers that be decided he couldn't continue his operation. That, that, makes, that makes some sense, too. I hadn't thought about that. But that's another interesting yeah, sort of – yeah. You know, they extrapolate his impact in the future like, oh, my gosh, we better nip this in the bud. <laughs> very interesting. I had not thought about that, and that's a very good point. Thank you for that, uh, Thief. Let's go to uh, Bart in Georgia. Another comment about the O'Keefe ousting. Uh, go ahead, Bart. You're on the air. Yes, sir. What I don't understand is James O'Keefe is the founder of Project Veritas, yet he put himself in the position where there's a board that can remove him. That's like Alex Jones giving all you the power – even the janitor to, to fire Alex Jones. I just don't get it. I know. It, I know. It's it's business nonsense. You're right. It does make sense on service. The thing is, though, because it operates as a charity, they have to have a board. They have to have certain things like that. And if you have to have a board, the members on that board have to have certain powers, one of which is the ability to remove the CEO. So it, you're right. It is a bureaucratic uh, machination that they pulled there, uh, but it's necessary for him to maintain his uh, or the Project Veritas position as a charity. Humanity is in a fight for its very life, and Infowars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help, and I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products, like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Mel Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Halfway through the program today, we're about to welcome Matt Baker to talk about his protest against Pfizer coming up tomorrow. Before I do that, I got I got two things I got to do. First, I got totally called out on uh, on Twitter. Uh, one of our guests and, and one of my uh, f- favorite content creators is uh, Actual Justice Warrior. Uh, I am Sean Ninety on uh, Twitter, and uh, I totally stole his bit. Where every time he talks about January six, he goes, "Where were you? Where were you on January 6th? And then he, he tells the whole story about how he was trying to buy a used car, and they were trying to sell him it, even though it had frame damage. And it's a very funny bit. And I was I was totally thinking about that when I was joking about where were you on January six? Do you remember where you were? Uh, and I got called out on Twitter. So shout out to uh, Sean Fitzgerald of uh, Actual Justice Warrior. I totally stole your bit because it's hilarious. And it won't be the last time. Uh, Secondly, I do want to ask you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. As you know, we have led the way in the charge against the New World Order and their biotechnocratic enslavement that they're bringing about the whole planet. And we only exist to fight back against them. And, of course, we've had massive success. We have redefined the discussion 
when you go to somewhere like TPUSA now, they don't talk about raise, uh, lowering prices or small government. They talk about defeating the New World Order and the globalists and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. That's the discussion on the conservative side of things, especially the younger side. That's because of InfoWars, and that's because of you going to InfoWarsStore.com, supporting us, giving us the funds that we need to prosecute this war for humanity against the globalist in the information sphere. So you have already had incredible success. You have already brought us to the heights of real metaphysical power in this world, and we will only get stronger with your support. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com, and we make it easy for you to do because we give you fantastic products such as the probiotic, uh, prebiotic fiber. Rather, it's back in 45, 40% off. The US FDA recommends adults get at least 25 grams of fiber per day, but it can be hard to fulfill that requirement but we make it easy for you to do it with the prebiotic fiber it's our most advanced formula yet 40 percent off organic acacia fiber uh, organic fruit uh, apple fruit fiber organic flaxseed organic blueberry fruit fiber organic cranberry fruit fiber i mean this is getting all of the good stuff in one delicious powder that you can add to uh, water or your smoothie and get all the fiber you need it's infowars prebiotic fiber on sale right now at infowarsstore.com all right, I'm sort of stumbling over my words here because I'm so eager to get to our guest, Matt Baker. You know him well. He is the activist behind Slave to Liberty channel on Band.video, and he's with us today to talk about a rally coming up tomorrow, how you can support it and how you can be there if you're in the area. I hope this is as big as possible. We've seen massive rallies in New York recently. These need to be in really every major city, but let's start on the coast and move our way inward. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Matt Baker. Harrison, what's up, brother? How you doing? Good seeing you. Good morning. I'm. Uh, thanks so much for for waking up early. I know it's uh, bright. <laughs> you, got, you got your info wars. You are the sheepdog. You know that. You are the sheepdog. <laughs> you know, if I ran into you on the street, you might look a little mean. You might you might be shouting. I'm, you might frighten me. But you're using your power for the force of good to protect the innocent, ignorant people out there that are being subjected to this attack. Uh, tell us what's coming up tomorrow, Matt. All right. Well, just to get it started, in case you haven't figured it out yet, um, after the James O'Keefe situation and I go bullhorn, local Pfizer, Ghana and Alex Jones, we set up, we're having a protest here in San Diego. If you're in San Diego, LA, Orange County, anywhere near this area, you should come and support our rally for humanity and against the satanic bastards that are mutating viruses in these little labs. Okay. If you've seen that video that I put out, They've got their little weird, creepy labs there, and they're actually doing work on vaccines, which means they're playing with viruses in those labs in San Diego. You think San Diego, you think burritos, you think girls in bikinis. Meanwhile, there's like a Wuhan lab type situation right here in San Diego. And so it's very important that everybody shows up. Now, I want this thing to be as big as possible. I've tried to cross the bridge with a bunch of local patriot groups. Sometimes they, they want to do one thing and another thing. I'm like saying, come on, guys, everybody, come on. Now, regardless of how big it is, if you want to meet the people and the patriots and the movers and the shakers that are in the area, the people that will show up and that are on the ground and do have boots on the ground and are maybe connected to InfoWars, you got to show up. You got to get out there, bring your cameras, take some footage, put it on your social media, because this is we want to make this into a fractal where we're building, it's not just the protest, it's the video of the protest, it's the retweets of the protest. These things now, the beauty of what we do is we can magnify these things. 
Like, I don't know if it was me who got them going in New York, but I was on air uh, with Alex uh, uh, two weeks ago or something now. We're saying, we got to get these rallies going. Why aren't they everywhere? And then, boom, now there's one in, in New York, and there's one. there was one in Pittsburgh, I believe. And so if there's a Pfizer near you, like like they say, don't don't wait for orders from headquarters. Like, mm-hmm. go to the sound of fire. Like, so if you see a Pfizer sign, Break out a camera and start protesting right there. Bullhorn it, get some friends together, get some signs going, and and do your thing. So, um, a lot of people are like, what do you think it's going to happen? Like, uh, I'm like, oh well, I'm sure that once I show up, they're just going to shut down Pfizer, and that's going to be it. <laughs> it's like, no, dude. I told my friend, he's like, well, oh, you know, what, what's going to happen? And I'm like, well, a lot of people don't even know, and this guy's in the movement. Actually, uh, I shouldn't do that. That voice for him. <laughs> I want to say voice after I did that voice. He does not talk that way. But um, I'm like, dude, a lot of people don't even know these labs are in San Diego. And then he's like, well, I didn't know they're in San Diego. Actually, he was like, well, I did not know that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I go, well, see, I've already made a difference. Like, so, so now we can expand that and we can set the brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And so I actually have a beautiful metaphor for that. I love doing my metaphors. This is my new gig because people like my metaphors. So everyone's heard the Samuel Adams bit about it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires in the hearts of men. And so the analogy with that I have is is what goes on in the world is we are out there, we are lighting fires. You ever see people and they're, they're like, they're, they're survival and they're trying to light this fire in the woods, but the kindling is just too moist. And so they'll get it going, they'll go, psh, 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 psh. and then it kind of goes and then it goes out. And then they go again, it kind of goes and it goes out. Now, if they keep doing this long enough, the overall warmth of the thing will dry the kindling out and they may actually get a fire. So what we're doing is we got to remember to keep shining our light on the kindling, being the other human beings around us, shining the light on the kindling of all the problems and all of the flaws and all of the bad PR that Pfizer is getting and focus that energy and dry that kindling. So eventually when we light that match, we actually get a legitimate brush fire. For example, in, in, you know, in the civil war, you know, they were going around, they were lighting brush fires, but it wasn't popping off into a full-blown revolution. I'm not necessarily speaking of a physical revolution here, maybe a, a revolution of the mind, but one way or another, you, you'll have a few people gathered together and be like, yeah, we know this is all wrong. And then you'll go to your friend's house and they're like, what are you talking about? You're an idiot. But then now you go back and you'll see, they're like, yeah, you're right, man. I shouldn't have taken it. So, so now they're another piece of kindling in our brush fire. And that is the analogy I want you to have. So every piece of kindling you can dry out, every piece of light you can shine is something you need to do. And so come out and help me light those fires, baby. Absolutely. It, no, it's, it's, it's exactly right. It is a, uh, it's a great metaphor. It's exactly what needs to happen. And again, you know, we're, you know, the, the, theme of an echo chamber or a bubble like it's true to a certain extent and we are like it's just so obvious to us and there's so many people that agree with us that can maybe blind us to the fact that the average person out there on the street 
maybe has no idea this is going on. They never saw the Project Veritas video. They never heard of, uh, you know, Pfizer doing this. They don't even know that the reason their heart hurts is because of the vaccine. And so it's like, those are the people that you can't just give up on. You got to dry out the kindling. I think that's a, that's a beautiful metaphor. And you know, it, we also have to build on progress. You know, we, can, we have victories. This is the problem on our side. We have a victory and then we all sit back and enjoy the victory. The victory of Project Veritas exposing Pfizer's gain of function should be the impetus to a greater movement. It should be something that we build on and keep that uh, that progress and that uh, energy going. The Rally for Humanity, it's tomorrow, Wednesday, February 22nd, 10555 Science Center Drive in San Diego. We'll be back on the other side with Matt Baker. He's an arsonist. He's an arsonist of liberty, an arsonist of the mind, of the heart. We'll be right back, folks. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com. Some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the San Diego area, if you love freedom, if you despise the biotechnocratic corporatocracy that is currently demanding that you take their unapproved and untested experimental inoculations, I've got a job for you. This is the trumpet call. This is the call to arms in a purely, in a purely symbolic way. Information arms. You have a place to be tomorrow, February 22nd, Wednesday. You've got to be with Matt Baker protesting Pfizer at 10555 Science Center Drive, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., protesting Pfizer, going straight to the heart of the beast. And again, I'm not being facetious about the uh, peaceful intent of this protest because the one thing that would discredit this protest is some – 
psycho weirdos coming in and causing trouble. It's not about causing trouble. It's about spreading information, spreading the truth, spreading love, and stopping these tyrants from imposing their medical tyranny. And Matt, you've got to be like one of the hardest working dudes on in the liberty movement I've ever heard of, seen, met. At 7.30 or so last night, you called me. you just done a podcast with Sam Tripoli. You're like, I'm on my way here to meet with this group. Then I got to go meet this group. Then I got to get home and finish up these signs because I'm working on some signs that are going to be really great for the protest tomorrow. I mean, you are firing on all cylinders. Uh, how do you keep it up, man? I don't know, man. I was going to say the same thing about you, but uh, it's, you know, it's the InfoWars coffee. Obviously, it doesn't hurt. You know? <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. I actually got this cup from the studio when I was there last time. Actually, well, Frank Cavanaugh got it. Um, I got to say, uh, I feel the same way about you guys, you know, because honestly, you take on the mantle and then it's like you feel it's literally slave to liberty. You know, it's like mm. once you get hooked into it, it's like you, you can't stop fighting. And when I think about you guys having to prepare for shows, like I was just tuning in this morning listening and it's like last time I tuned out for one day, the next day it was the balloon thing. And I'm like, oh, right. coming at me like so hard. And then I should, this morning it was the freaking J six thing. And then it's the new James O'Keefe video. It never and stops, man. It never stops. You gotta do it. And you got to do the three hours every day. I mean, that is honestly, you know, you guys, it, it, it's, I can at least every once in a while take a day off. You guys crush it constantly 24 hours. I mean, it's just amazing what you guys do, to be honest. Well, and, um, you know, it's uh, honestly, I feel like what I do is is easy compared to what you do out there on the street, you know, putting yourself out there. And I really but it's not it's not hard, though, is it? Because it's it's inspired. It's it's uh, invigorating. Like I never wake up going, oh, God, I got to do a show day. I wake up like, OK, balloons. And then I got to talk about this and I better be able to talk about that. I got to download those videos. Like there's so much to do. There's so much to cover. There's so much to to protest and speak up against, you've got to have that fire in your belly. And if you don't have it, you got to foster it. You got to, maybe that's the thing. You're talking about starting Brush Fires of Liberty. You got started in your own heart first, and then you can spread it to everybody else. And I, I hope people around you in, in the San Diego area can just spare a lunch break to come and protest with you at Pfizer. I really want this to be a big success. And the more people that are there, the more successful it'll be. You know, you talk about it's not just the protest, it's the video of the protest. But embedded in that is the information in the video. I know with that bullhorn, you're not just saying nonsense. You're giving facts. You're giving figure. You're, you know, I'm sure, you know, if somebody's out there in San Diego, if you have a printer, just start printing out flyers, man. Start handing them out on the street at this protest. Get the information out there. That's the, that's the, the, you know, spark that lights these fires. Am I right? Of course you are, Harrison. You're always right. <laughs> I even think you're right when you start talking about Trump. I'm like, I'm over Trump. And then I listen in. I'm like, you know, Harrison's got a point. <laughs> like you, you need to be on their team, man. You've got the best, the, the best stick on team Trump. All right. Uh, stop complimenting me, Matt. I want to talk about your protest. I want to talk about you. Oh, all right. Let's go. So if you need one other reason to come out there, the beautiful, the amazing Allison Steinberg will be there from OAN and she will be, uh, filming for the for the event and doing interviews with people a lot of people i was talking to last night this patriot meetup they all had their points were like well we should say this and well, we should say that and they wanted to have this united front of exactly what we were saying i'm like no that's your job you bring your sign that says whatever you think if you don't think viruses exist and it's a bioweapon that's your gig if you think um pfizer is funded by nazis that's your gig i'm not going to stop you from doing that 
I really don't necessarily want it to be a partisan thing. So I'd rather not have a bunch of Trump stuff. I think this is more about humanity, but whatever mm. you want to do, you can do it. So, um, like I said, the beautiful, the amazing Alison Steinberg from OAN. So it's going to be on OAN and we're going to be taking footage too. So I can guarantee you after the fact, we will be posting, I'll be editing together a compilation of interviews that I take with people and things like that. And you might get your little mug on InfoWars, your mug, your InfoWars mug, you know? Yes, it's it's a uh, uh, mug recursion, mug upon mug. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Uh, now you say that, like, I know people in California live in this world where they are constantly having to keep their mouth shut. I'm sure you're constantly bombarded with propaganda. You know, maybe you can carve out a little area of of, of free thinkers that you can, um, you know, enjoy. But most of the time, you're probably like feeling like, oh my god, all of these people around me. What is going on with them? When you go to this protest, I guarantee you, you're going to be surrounded by an energy that you may have forgotten existed. Every time I go to one of these protests, it's reinvigorating. Every time I go to one of these protests, it's like you feel the positive energy reverberating around you. And just for that alone, it'll be a good time. It'll just be fun and you'll meet good people and be able to like talk about things and know that everybody else is going to be on the same page as you or at least know what you're talking about. That alone, I think, is a great reason to go out there, show support, have fun, make friends, make connections, and be at least for a brief time in an atmosphere of love and truth and standing up for humanity rather than constantly being crushed. I, I know that's the, uh, that's the vibe you give off, and I'm sure everybody around you is feeling the same way. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, when you, instead of having an argument with someone, you'll be like, hey, did you know Pfizer did this? And they'll be like, I know, they also did this. Right. Start learning stuff. And like, it's not even just about that. It really is a nucleus of resistance because there actually is a large contingent of patriots in San Diego and in Southern California. And I was at one point, I was going up to LA to try and get involved until I realized there was a local San Diego group here near me. And then just knowing they're around and knowing that I can call them and say, hey, can you come down to this is, is really empowering. And so not only is it about the Pfizer situation, this is the school boards, this is the drag mm. queen store. A lot of the people that are really focusing on these different areas are going to be there. So you can meet up with the several factions of the different groups who will be going to the drag queen story times, who will be going to the school boards, who will be going down to the, to, to the board of supervisors. So you can find it's like a, just a little key that you can get in and open the door into the Patriot movement in your local area. And you can take or leave how much ever you want. You can open the door and just get completely blasted by it. Or you can just go, oh, OK, I just want to step in for a little bit and step <laughs> out. It's all there for you. Come dry your kindling out. Come charge your Patriot cells. And let's go, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, of course, people can find more information about this by going to uh, your Twitter. It's at slave underscore the number two underscore liberty slave underscore two underscore liberty on Twitter. Your Instagram is Matt Baker underscore unhinged. That Instagram, again, is Matt Baker underscore unhinged. And, of course, you have a bandot video channel that's called Slave to Liberty. You truly are a slave to liberty, which means uh, you're free, which is which is a beautiful thing. And again, I just hope this is a massive success. I and no, you're not going to end Pfizer tomorrow. You're not going to solve everything with one protest. But you are starting the fire. You are striking that that kindling. You are igniting that spark that can flame out of control and you know consume this corrupt globalist world that we're in if if with enough fuel and oxygen and kindling you know what's happening here is is really the beginning of something great i know there's 
things like this across the country, the San Diego one, I think should be one of the biggest because I know there are so many great patriots out there. But once y'all combine with the New York people, once you combine with the Florida people, this is a nationwide movement of people standing up against somebody that even the leftists used to hate the pharmaceutical companies. Can you talk about that for a sec? Like this isn't a right or left wing thing. It's about standing up against these corrupt, some of the most evil, some of the most highly fined corporations of all time. They have destroyed lives countless times over the years. If you're not going to stand up against these people, who are you going to stand up against? Well, I mean, the corporations really are the new dictatorships that are running the world. And they they have instead of their Nazi logos, they have their cute little Pfizer logos. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they are now above the law. Imagine having a business where you can't be sued. The government pays you to make the product. Then the government forces people to buy it from you. I mean – I want in, you know, (laughs) Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Everyone says I look like Alex Jones. I'm just going to come clean. Okay. I am Alex Jones's clone. Okay. Alex Jones has been sent to Gitmo and I have just been taking the the hair and beard formula here to make sure that nobody knows who I am. Okay. (laughs) To go incognito for a while. You want to try that? Air formula, get yourself some nice threads, and you'll be back in the booth in no time. Hair and beard formula now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Matt Baker, thank you so much. Slave to Liberty on Bandot uh, Video. We will be tuning in and with you in spirit tomorrow in San Diego protesting Pfizer. I hope everybody listening can be there as well. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.